There are ongoing attempts to try and redefine pedophilia and to re remove the stigma and to try and lessen its harm. And we need to oppose all these attempts. There were a few examples over the summer break. Let's uh, check those out. And as you can imagine, this topic is not suitable for children, so please find them uh, something else to watch or listen to. Uh, one of my favorite books is this one, The Marketing of Evil by David Kapelian, and he talks about the separability and the manipulability of the verbal label and how language matters, how we termino uh, give terminology to different things. We can change what people actually think and feel by breaking their current negative association with something and replacing it with a positive association. So for example, rather than pro-abortion, which is a bit negative, it's pro-choice. Rather than euthanasia, it's right to die. Rather than prostitution, it's sex workers. And rather than gambling, it's gaming, giving a positive connotation from something that is negative. But there is an effort to normalize sexual attraction to children. And as you can imagine, this is a recipe for disaster. The movement's going so far as to claim that pedophilia should be understood as a sexual orientation because their goal is to remove the stigma from non-offending pedophiles. And one of the leaders of this movement is an organization called Prestasia Foundation that advocates for replacing the word pedophile with minor attracted person or MAP. Now Prestasia or Prestasia, however you say it, is based in San Francisco, no surprises there. They label themselves as a new kind of child protection organization and they state that they aim to reduce child sexual abuse by taking away the shame of being attracted to a minor and thereby reducing the likelihood of someone acting out on their desires. But this organization's true colors are revealed by what they actually do support, the use and sale of sex dolls that look like children, porn that simulates sex with a minor and funding research into fantasy sexual outlets for pedophiles. And look, the argument that it, by normalizing something reduces the crime, uh, that just doesn't quite ring true, does it? Now, an assistant professor at a Victoria, uh, Virginia University, sorry, Virginia in the United States, they recently caused a storm by suggesting that it isn't necessarily immoral for adults to be sexually attracted to children. Alan Walker, he taught sociology and criminal justice at Old Dominion University, made the controversial comment while discussing minor attracted persons and pedophiles during a November interview with the Prestasia Foundation. And Walker was discussing her book, A Long Dark Shadow, Minor Attracted People in Their Pursuit of Dignity. And she insisted it's important to use that terminology instead of pedophile because it's less stigmatizing. Have a watch. Um, I use the term minor attracted person or MAP uh, in the title and throughout the book for multiple reasons. Um, first of all, because I think it's important to use terminology for groups that members of that group want others to use for them. Um, and MAP advocacy groups like Before You Act um, have advocated for use of the term MAP. Um, they've advocated for it primarily because it's less stigmatizing than other terms like pedophile. Uh, a lot of people, when they hear the term pedophile, they automatically assume that it means a sex offender. Uh, and that isn't true, and it leads to a lot of misconceptions about attractions toward minors. Um, I've definitely heard the idea that you brought up, though, that the use of the term minor attracted person suggests that it's okay to be attracted to children. Uh, but using a term that communicates who someone is attracted to doesn't indicate anything about the morality of that attraction.
indicates nothing about the morality. No, that's not quite right. Um, but they re she referred to Before You Act, and that's a group, a group of academics, been around since 2003, that believe that pedophilia is not a sexual disorder, rather it's a sexual orientation, much like homosexuality. And its members take umbrage at the notion that maps are mentally disturbed. Some argue that it is nonsense to say that children are unable to consent to have sex with adults. Uh, now, you'll be pleased to know Walker resigned after the public outrage of what you just watched. But then in January, USA Today, one of the nation's most widely circulated newspapers in the US, ran an article which presented pedophilia as amongst the most misunderstood conditions in American society, diminishing pedophilia as just inappropriate while it promoted destigmatizing the attraction. And it said pedophilia is viewed as the most horrifying social ills, but scientists who study the sexual disorder say it is also amongst the most misunderstood. Researchers who study pedophilia apparently say the term describes an attraction, not an action, and using it interchangeably with abuse fuels misperceptions about pedophiles. And they put out a tweet. And it said when most of the public thinks of pedophilia, they assume it's synonymous with child sexual abuse. A pedophile is an adult who is sexually attracted to children, but not all pedophiles abuse kids, and some people who sexually abuse kids are not pedophiles. Yeah, right. Uh, and that tweet was subsequently withdrawn by uh, USA Today after the furor. Now, the issue of pedophilia injected itself into the last year's Virginia governor's race, if you followed that, as concerned parents noted that books in public school libraries depicted acts of pedophilia and or portrayed man-boy sexual interaction in a positive light. Now, there was another recent example where videos emerged of a state University of New York professor defending pedophilia and insisting it wasn't obvious to him why it was wrong. A number of videos in different settings. And these video clips from the end of 2020 are disturbing. Uh, they feature a Professor Stephen Kirshner of the State University of New York and a podcaster. And the two professors are laughing about the subject of adult child sex. Let me show you just a couple of clips. They're pretty awful. Oh, child sex, that's always a big sell. Oh, yeah. Well, that, I, I, had, um, I had good friends who said, are you crazy? Do not write that book. Man, listen, you're talking to a guy who for 25 years has been making arguments more or less in defense of adult child sex in classrooms. Uh, oh, my gosh. 25 years of doing that. It goes on a little bit more. This seems to be like a paradigm case. There's actually some meta studies which seem to suggest that in some cases, uh, at least with regard to um, adult males and um, underage uh, males, that it's not harmful or mm -hmm. if it is harmful, we can't decide whether the harm is due to the sex itself or the fact that society goes berserk over it. And okay, so, so you're probably figuring out that they are absolutely on another planet. Uh, and just this final clip where they try to compare pedophilia, child sex abuse, with um, going to church or going to the ballet or to a relative's funeral. Infringement case that we don't get, they, they can't give their valid consent and therefore it's wrong in virtue of being a right infringement. And there's a view that it's exploitative. That even mm -hmm. if it's not harmful, yes. and even if it's not a right infringement, it's somehow an exploitation. Right. I've, I've heard all these, yes, okay. Right. So those right. are the three dominant arguments. None of these convince me. So the, the, neither. the, the, the harm <laughs> argument, well, there's actual, like, you know, empirical controversy over this. Sure. Yeah. 
on a rights-based argument, I think, look, we, we make children do all sorts of things that Thank we don't you. want to do. Thank right? you. you know, we make them go to, they go to church. We make them go to the temple. We tell them to go to school. They got to go to the dentist. They got to go to their, their sister's ballet recital. And, yeah. and we don't care what they say. And, and they want to do things we say no, right? They, right? they say, I want to stay up and watch, you know, Creature Feature on WPIX until, you know, Thank two you. in the morning. We say, well, it's tough. That, that, that is all a child's life is, is coercion. Right, that's right. Is coercion by adults to make, and often to make the child do something for the adult's pleasure only. That's exactly right. Yeah. You say, yeah, you're, you're going to go to your great uncle's funeral, even though you want to go, and even right. it's not in your interest. Right. So the rights-based argument's a little bit hard to follow. Yeah, okay. Apparently, a child's life is uh, all about coercion, and uh, child sexual abuse is all just part of that package. You'll be pleased to hear that Kirshner, the one on the uh, left of that video, was also reassigned by his employer after the outrage. The bad news is that his official bio page notes that he's written 100 articles and book chapters on such diverse topics as abortion, adult child sex, uh, pornography, sexual fantasies, slavery, and torture. Now, look, just to conclude, this has been a pretty heavy episode. Exodus Cry, great organization that opposes sex trafficking and sexual exploitation, they sum it up well. They say, while we absolutely believe that there should be appropriate and improved avenues for pedophiles to seek help and therapy, the approach of normalizing and destigmatizing sexual attraction to children is severely misguided. In what world does normalizing the idea of a criminal act prevent that act from happening? And of course, Exodus Fry are correct. Associate Professor of Criminology at the University of um, Sydney, Michael Salter, recently took to Twitter to address the issue and he tweeted, sometimes stigma is good. Some things should be stigmatized. He said the compulsion to abuse children is not a morally neutral one and it should be stigmatized i.e. attract social disapproval. Couldn't agree more. Don't allow the culture to play linguistic gymnastics with the language and the term pedophile. The stigma is there for a good reason. It's a very healthy stigma which hopefully redirects the offender. But more importantly, the stigma is there to try and protect the victim. And that's where our focus should be.